When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, here we go. It is the Wednesday KBJ after the sure practice. Hello, Alvaramata. How, how you doing? Hello. Are you sexual? <laughs> and Jaybird's first complaint today. That song was playing before we came on the regular show, and that line came up, and somebody's like, why is your music so dirty? They weren't kidding either. They weren't trolling. They were being serious. Odd. Yes, I go, why are you guys playing the, the word sexual at six o'clock in the morning where kids can hear that? I go, oh. they don't have a problem with big dick energy, but they have a problem with the Backstreet Boys saying sexual. They probably don't even know. Well, they what say that big, means. big energy. I mean, it sounds like they are saying dick, but you know, <laughs> yeah, dick. They don't know that. Oh, it's the, dick. The one part he does go, are you sexual? In a real sexual tone. Are you mad at him too? No, not at all. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I was going to complain. We haven't even cracked a microphone yet. Yeah. That's pretty good. That is good. We haven't spoke a word yet and the complaints are rolling in. Well, welcome to the KBJ show. <laughs> I, go, I ask Big D, I go, Denny, he's like, well, what's this person talking about? I go, are we playing something with the word sexual in it? And he turned up the volume. He goes, oh, yeah. And then, I get sexual. KVJ, they'll piss you off before they've even cracked the mic. <laughs> That's fucking impressive. It is pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good to get a complaint before you even hit the show. But I didn't say nothing. <laughs> didn't have to. <laughs> J.C. Chavez did. What's his name? J.C. Uh, J.C. Chavez? J.Z.? J.Z. No, J. <laughs> is it J. J.P. Chavez? <laughs> Uh, Chavez. I think that's the wrong band. J.P. Chavez. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not that he's not sexual, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know the difference between Backstreet and Instinct. You could quiz me for our lives. If, if Tara said, you all get it if Bird doesn't go five out of five, Backstreet versus Instinct, and, and saying what band was what. Good is dead. You guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, started with uh, a raunchy uh, Backstreet Boys song, and then we ended with a chiropractic orgasm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I uh, had uh, emailed that Dr. Alessandra Colon. She is on Crack Addicts, which is a TLC show, a wrap-up tonight at 10 o'clock. She's out of Palm Beach Garden. She's a chiropractor, and uh, she came right on, and I was played a clip with all the cracking and she was like oh yeah she's like that just is my chiropractic orgasm i was like hey now she's like uh she emailed me she's like i didn't know i was kind of second guessing myself after i said that i thought maybe i was a little too far i'm like nah <laughs> not for this show nah we're good we're known for our overly sexual 
Yeah, and and of course, anytime we have somebody, you know, of course she's she's on TV. She's very attractive. She okay. I'm looking at her picture yeah. right now. And so you know, all the horn dogs in the oh, chat room. Oh yeah, like, she's single. What's going on? I know they're they're real subtle in the chat yeah, room. I'd like her to crack me. Yeah. I got something she can crack. She's going to have all these guys try to get uh, adjusted pantsless. Well, well, I had messages immediately from my friend, and he's like, hey, I'm going to call that doctor. What's her name? I want to go get cracked. Well, then she said the, the term orgasm, and that just got the whole yeah, the just, dogs uh, barking. Uh, then, then, and what did she say? She's tiny but mighty. Was that what it was? Oh, they yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, it they, just, the chat room was... I mean, there was just yeah, <laughs> digital orgasm. Yeah. The digital boner was going on. So everybody's into that, so... Yeah, she's, she's fun. She's cute. You can watch the show on the three episodes they have posted. That's the thing. It's nice about, uh, man, do you remember the days we actually had to watch shit live? It's crazy. There, there's something that's lost with that. There's I a, do there's watch. There's a magic behind that. Certain things, like I'm watching live, are really like Housewives reunions. They're so heated and dramatic. It's fun to watch them live. Just like that. Virginia <laughs> fucked up the conversation. Mm. <laughs> Vanderpump reunion. Oh, my gosh. Part three is this week, Kevin, and it is so heated, and it's so fun to watch live. There, there are certain things, though, that there is an excitement for, for it being live. I kind of didn't hate waiting for a succession. On Sunday oh, okay. nights. Yeah, there's a know, little bit of a... There, there is an argument about that, and they are finding that, and that's been kind of the debate, because Netflix, when they first dropped, they started doing, you know, all this kind of stuff uh, where it was like they dropped the whole season and they found out that, you know what, maybe people do kind of like the anticipation of one episode a week. I kind of would binge watch a whole season in, in a day or two and kind of be depressed. I watched all that stuff. <laughs> and ignored and, yeah, everything right. in my life. And then on top of it, well, I love Cobra Kai, but then it's over and I have to wait another fucking year for it. So you kind of come real quick and that's about it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Thank you. When you could mm. maybe... Karma suture that ass. Yeah. Edge yourself. Edge yourself. Edge yourself with the content <laughs> instead of just blowing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Remy does have a point. Yeah, the issue is commercials if you have regular TV. And yeah, I just, I can't sit through a show. I just, that has regular commercials. Anything that I want to watch, it's kind of live. I turn on the TV and I let it play for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, and then I start watching and then fast forward uh, the commercials. I just feel like such a slug, and it's such a monumental waste of time to sit through five, six-minute commercial breaks. It does suck. I hate commercials. Yeah. No, You're right. Kind of crazy. Not something I'm into. It, it's it's not the, the norm. I, I don't always want to watch commercials. It depends on what we're watching. If it's like a sporting event or something that's – kind of a get-together. Hey, come on over, Virginia. Hulk Hogan's wrestling the zombie of Andre the Giant. Robbing some people <laughs> over. That's where that's one. That would be a good pay-per-view. That'd be a fun live event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV-wise, a couple things uh, going down. Uh, tonight, you got the Miami Heat. They are on against the Denver Nuggets. This game is going to be in Miami. Tied uh, one game apiece. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Florida State. we got to do that now. The women's softball team is going to be playing for the national championship. They're doing great. They are doing really well. I mean, to get there. Now, they're playing Oklahoma that is on a historic run on how many uh, championships they've been winning over the last pretty much five to ten years. So it is. they are the underdogs by far. This Oklahoma team just hits like crazy. But, you know, tune that in. You can uh, support the uh, Knowles. 
at that uh, big old thing. I wonder if I threw you my tiny dancer, Virginia, if you would hit it. Or would you rip Baseball? my... Baseball? Softball. Softball. I wonder if you'd rip my titties. I hope I'd rip your titties. You're, you're a decent athlete. You, you know how to pitch de- a softball? I do. Okay, underhand? I do. Like, okay. my, but I, I can do fast pitch. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's it. You got a decent titty target over there. Let me uh, take a knock at him. Yeah, I know. I've, uh, I've grown a couple bigger jugs in my day. I get it. I gain a little weight. I'm, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I got titties right now. <laughs> Another quick uh, note. Extraction 2 is going to start streaming on Netflix on Friday. Extraction 2, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about a really intense dentist. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Extraction 2. Chris Hemsworth. Oh. The original is pretty solid. It's been years now since it was on, so I, I might have to try to watch that before this weekend just to kind of get caught back up on what that whole movie is about. This has probably been three years since they had the first extraction, but, you know, he's a big blockbuster star. It's a Netflix movie, and the first one was really good. So You and Den- Hemsworth? I think he's cute. I, I think he's attractive. He, he, he don't tickle that. He thing. doesn't make me get the vapors, <laughs> as you call it. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, he's good looking. I can appreciate it. He's yeah. a built dude, man. Yeah, no doubt. He's he's super jacked and in a phenomenal shape. Try to cuddle with him, you break an elbow. He's too cut. He is kind of big. He's intimidatingly big. And he's different from like a Jason Momoa, who's also big. But Momoa comes with that exotic look. And you're like, oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> Hemsworth's a little boring. Me and Kevin talked about it. Probably. You, you got to stop saying the word daddy. It's get, you even texted. She texted that to me last night. <laughs> it's daddy? awful. Yeah. I asked her if she had any orange juice she could bring in. <laughs> Hold on. What did she fucking? Yeah, I go. Okay, uh, will you please bring the balloons in, too? We're just talking about for some props for the show. And she goes, sure, Big Daddy. <laughs> oh. uh, sorry, I was a couple margaritas in. Oh, Don't call geez. me Big Daddy. It's very inappropriate. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> if HR is listening, I am doing an audio complaint right now. <laughs> All right, rat. <laughs> <laughs> I also did get some emails. We were talking about uh, Pete Davidson and his voicemail. He left. Uh, PETA came after him because he bought a dog and didn't uh, go rescue one. And look, I I get it. And you can have your own feelings about that. And look, my son Colin kind of got on his twin, Caitlin, when she went and purchased a dog rather than rescuing because he has a dog too. He got mad at her. He's yeah, and I get it. Look, I, I understand. I, I get the reasonings behind it. And I'm not saying in, in their feelings, yeah, if, if you're PETA, you should probably want people to do the rescue program and all that. I get it. Their approach is just always fucking terrible. Like they're just so annoying. Um and some of the comments that we got, one from the 305, uh, because they blasted him. And you know, he called and said, Hey, look, I I needed a certain kind of dog, allergies. My mom's dog just died. So basically, fuck off and suck my dick, I think is what he said. It was bleeped out. Yeah, he did. It was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> and uh, one tech said, sorry, Peter, you are wrong. I did the same because my husband was highly allergic to our previous dog who was rehomed. Now we have a mini schnauzer who does not shed and my son and husband are not allergic to. 
So there are some people kind of calling them out on because they came back and were saying, you're not right about that, blah, blah, oh, blah. PETA don't now, give a fuck. They just love, yeah. they love the clicks and they love the fact that they're getting their name out there. And now some other people are kind of coming back and saying, no, no. Jennifer uh, sent us an email. She said, fuck PETA. <laughs> Pete's right to come back at them. His money, his dog, he doesn't need their self-righteous input. Kevin's right. Nobody ever learned anything by being shamed. And that's my point with PETA. It's like, you're not getting through to anybody. Everybody fucking hates you. They may actually be into your message, but your approach is freaking terrible, man. Yeah, I, I guess they don't really give a shit. I'm not sure what their goal is. And maybe if you looked into it a little bit deeper... But, yeah, they don't care that they turn people off. And that's just it. They're not making any kind of imprint. I know I hate PETA because of their approach, and I probably agree with about everything they say. Which right. Is, which is what's messed up. That's why I'm like, what are you doing, guys? I just – I don't know why they decide to go about that route, and I guess they justify it. But it, it ain't going to work with me. I'd be like Pete Davidson. It would just turn me in the opposite direction. Gosh, man, I wish Kevin would take that rage – and get in the booth and spit the spit them rhymes against PETA. <laughs> that would be so... The audience would love it. Chat room, wouldn't you love that? Hear Kevin do a battle rap against fucking PETA? She would blow up. They deserve one. They, they really do. do. <laughs> yeah, because they, they are just... They're terrible in their approach. I just don't know why somebody didn't go in there and be like, hey, guys, maybe we should, you know, handle this another way. But good luck. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. Uh, somebody uh, sent in a comment uh, for the screwed, totally screwed email that we had today. Uh, from somebody with an AOL account. And by the way, people were blasting me like PETA. Uh, Warren, <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck has an AOL account? I was an AOL.com. Uh, Warren said, You had a tone about the AOL account. Well, I was like, Really? AOL? Like, I had an AOL account. I think it was 93. <laughs> who the fuck still has AOL? <laughs> you were being a judgmental dick about AOL. I was, because I'm like, you know, I mean, because people were kind of coming down on it. They didn't know if it was real. I'm like, Well, I mean, here's her. I could, I wouldn't want to get out the whole email address. So I'm like, It's an AOL account. Like, so maybe she just has bad judgment. Being like, Bad judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Warren said, yeah, AOL is $26.95, but they also have Norton antivirus with it. Okay. All right. So maybe that's why you get AOL. Uh, you're educating me on that. Maybe I have the wrong perception. Another person said for the totally screwed email, and if you missed it, by the way, she's uh, kind of drifting away from her husband. They're on the process of getting a divorce, I think is where they were. I think it's her soon-to-be ex. And then she got bored and lonely, and she banged his twin, identical twin brother. He was living in the house, which yeah. I find a little odd, too. So does that mean you have identical c- cocks? 
Don't know. I uh, yeah. We're we're what? How many? I feel like you want to do the work. Do you have? Well, yes. that, well, the same thing with vaginas. If you're an identical twin and you're females, do you guys to the T up from the lips to the clits? Are we talking the same identical look, or is every? It's those things different. If there's any twin girls who believe in science that want to come in here and show us. You don't even have to show us, but if you are identical twins, yeah, are your private parts identical? That's a question. I imagine you're right. Yeah. So, hey, if you can jump back on your AOL account and send us another email, (laughs) I'd love to know. (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, so she got with the identical twin brother and then went back and had a night of... uh, passion with the ex and now she's pregnant of course and she's like okay will i be able to find out with the paternity test i don't think so what do i do do i tell my ex-husband or soon to be that i also banged his identical twin brother without protection as i did you so i just yeah she kind of dug herself a little bit of a hole that she's got to figure out some stuff now But uh, one person said for the totally screwed email, she may have an idea when she finds out how far along she is. If she knows when she ovulated, she may be able to narrow it down. Also, she is still technically married. She said soon to be ex-husband. I think that's how it was worded. The state of Florida, if she is in Florida, they have a law where the husband has to be put on the birth certificate no matter who is the actual father. Where in this case, she would never be able to know 100% because they share identical DNA. The husband, in the eyes of the law, is the father. I mean, that's uh, – yeah, she's totally screwed. That's – what a terrible, messy-ass situation. That's I'm also, crazy. I'm also getting uh, conflicting reports on identical twins' genitalia being identical. <laughs> okay. They're going to – so many sources are saying they're going to be similar, very similar in size and in shape, but they're not going to be identical. And then according to another site – that says they will be identical. So to Virginia's point, I think we need some identical twins to come in here. It's about science, Kevin. It always has been. <laughs> Jaybird gets a chance to stare at dick. And I would love to well, look at some dick. We can do vaginas too, Kev. It's better if we look at dicks. Well, let's do both. Let's hybrid this thing. <laughs> let's get both in here. <laughs> yeah, let's have a vagina and a peen. Find out what's going on. I think it would, if yeah. people were willing and they gave consent, I think that would be a remarkable segment. Yeah. Because it, it's not sexual. To compare. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. how would that work, Kev? Would we be allowed <laughs> to show private parts if we had consent? I I think, uh, you mean on YouTube? Is that what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about? What platform? Yeah. I don't think we'd be allowed yeah. to. But there's so many titties and butt cracks and... Stuff on YouTube, I know there is. I know, but I'm saying I'm thinking on a science level here. This is not OnlyFans, you know, the shit that Virginia's into that she wants to do. I'm trying to get down to science here. (laughs) I think that would do very well. Okay, think so, huh? Do we get the people? Do we get identical twins to do this? Uh, I think I think it's a it's a long shot, but yeah, you can dream big. Where do we put our naked content? Yeah, I think OnlyFans. Yeah. Get our OnlyFans going. You can't put it on any of the legit sites because we're just too big of a corporation. Mm -hmm. You work for the man, son. Yeah. You got to tow the company line. That might might be a dick too far. (laughs) (laughs) The suits will come down on you faster. Yeah. Make your head spin. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. You put right. what on what? It's nice just to see where the line's at. You're right. I'm, I'm controlled by corporate restraint. Yeah. <laughs> Conservative management. Sorry, brother. Another interesting email here. I uh, guess I'll leave their name out of it, but... Um, they said, I've been talking to this 44-year-old guy for a few months, a professional. He lives a few hours away. So for date one, we met halfway, had date two planned for last night. We texted and talked throughout the day, had a three-minute call as I was getting on the road. And he said, are you wearing a sundress? Because he had suggested I wear it when we were having a sexy convo. And I said, no. And he said, oh, okay. That's okay. I said, uh, can't wait to see you. And he's like, okay, yeah, me too. And then I get this text. It says... So here's the thing, and this is somebody from the 312. What's 312? Uh, the 312, uh, no, the 321. 312 is, well, that's Chicago. Okay, maybe they have a, I don't know. That's Chicago area code. Hmm. So maybe they're in uh, around Chicago area. Or maybe they're from there and now they're down here. Well, it's so confusing, yeah, because people do keep a lot people of do. numbers for a while, yeah. so you never know. It says, so here's the thing. You might want to turn around, and here's why. I'm very attracted to you, no doubt, but I also have been very transparent with you from the beginning of what I'm looking for. I don't sleep around with multiple people, and I thought we had that connection where it was more than just sex or sexting, but I see we're not on the same page. Most women get what they want out of dating. A man with uh, dinner and gifts etc. Um, says, but I don't have time to waste. Uh, wait, let me see. Is he mad that she's not wearing a sundress? Yeah, it says, but when a man asks for something that might remotely mean something sexual, they play games. I'm not about games. I have made that crystal clear from the beginning. We're not on the same page about wants and needs, and that's okay. It really is. But I don't have time to waste, as you know, based on my schedule. So I don't want to waste my time or gas money on an investment that is not going to give me returns. This guy's a long-winded fuck. This guy is a moron. If he's this mad just because you didn't wear a sundress, F him. One word. Edit. Says, I wish you the best in your search and hope that you find someone that is more on your level of what you want and need and are looking for. And she what? just responded back, You are kidding. And then after that, she said, I get blocked. My number on Facebook and Instagram, he blocked me all, all places. You don't want this fucking energy. No, anyway. this is weird. This guy's weird. She's like, I mean, what the hell? Thank goodness you didn't show up in a sundress. You might have been in the trunk of his car. Side yeah. note, though, I do love a sundress on, on a woman. I think it looks very nice. But you don't tell the girl what she has to wear for the date, not on the second effing date. Well, no, she you wait till you're married. She said, I didn't wear the sundress because I'm uh, having my period. So oh, right. he didn't even ask why, but that's it. And honestly, I was so attracted to him. I would have given it up pretty quickly, if I'm being honest. Whoa. I feel shitty, embarrassed, weird about it all. How did I miss these red flags? And honestly, I really like this guy. I was excited to finally meet a professional, intelligent man who is attractive. And we both seem to want the same thing. Like, He's a douche. Like you said in the text, what do you guys think? And how do I move past this? It makes me feel shitty, so shitty about myself. You should not feel shitty about yourself. There's a million reasons why a girl doesn't want to wear a sundress. 
yeah, you were on your period, but what if you just don't like your arms? Like, what if you don't feel confident in the way a sundress fits you and you prefer to cover up your arms and maybe show some cleavage? Like, uh, if a man is telling you what you have to wear on your second date, run for the hills. I'm not a big fan of ever telling anybody what the fuck to wear. I mean, the he balls, doesn't have the right. The balls on me to ever tell anybody what to <laughs> me. He doesn't know you like that. Yeah, I. He's he's doing yeah. you a favor because if this is how controlling he is about what you wear on your second date, and he's this upset that you didn't show up in a sundress, he's a psychopath. You can't. Here's why I don't feel bad because when you're dating, when you go out in that world, you're gonna you're gonna have weird moments like this. That yeah. this is part of the process. Totally. So don't feel. But just know it's a dime a dozen kind of a situation when you are going out in the dating world. You're gonna have some war stories, mm-hmm. and and you're better for it. So I would look at this as a positive. Don't feel bad. Let's do this thing. And I know some girls that are in it right now, and it can feel overwhelming because there seems like there's so many nutcases out there. But there really are so many nutcases out there. It's not you. Don't internalize whatever he's saying to you. He sounds like an idiot. He sounds like he's so self-absorbed. And if he's worried about gas money... Girl, he don't have the kind of budget to take care of you. Yeah, I mean, what or professional me. is going to break it down to that point and be like, yeah, it's gas, gas, money? gas money? No, he's broke, okay? Yeah. Read between the lines there, like we just did. This guy's broke and he can't <laughs> right. afford to take you out to dinner. You get what you want by him buying you dinner? Yeah. No, I can buy my own fucking dinner. I'm looking for actual companionship, you dork. If you're going to be broke, you also can't be a dick face. You can't he's be a broke and a dick yeah. face. He's it's broke. Just, it's, it's a horrible combination. And he's a dick face. And he's telling you what to wear. He's looking for any excuse of how to get out of this date and still make himself look like he's a power player. He's probably full of shit. And if you look into all these stories he's been telling you, why do you think he didn't have you come to his town? Probably because he lives in a shitty efficiency apartment. That's why he wanted to meet you halfway. Probably. He's probably full of lies and a leased car that he can't afford. Mm -hmm. That's probably what you've got on your hands here. And you just dodged a bullet. Big time. Fuck him. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark sent in a message. He said, I know the subject was on yesterday's show, but I just can't let it go. First, there is no scientific proof that the moon affects humans mentally. And second, the moon is always full. You just can't see it all. Yeah. That blows that theory away. Yeah. Thanks for. Well, then if the moon's always full, why do they say half moon, quarter moon? It's, I guess, the visibility. That's what you can see. That's what the reference is. It affects the tides. We know that. We may be dumb, but we've read that. Hey, thanks for coming to our moon party and taking a dump in the middle of the floor. Yeah, you just shit on our moon. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just always be happy and stupid? (laughs) (laughs) Right. You sound like you'd be be. so much fun at parties. (laughs) Such a great way to be. Is that the person who wrote that email? Is that the person they were talking about in the email prior? (laughs) Maybe it's that guy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Golly, you got to ruin everything. Mm. You ruin dating. You ruin the moon. (laughs) The moon. Well, I don't know if if you know this, Kev, but Magnolia is FMS, full moon sensitive. She's very controlled by the moon. FMS, it's a real thing. Okay, FMS. That's that's the full short. moon sensitivity is my favorite thing. Oh, ever. my friend Kelly is the worst full moon sensitive. She literally goes into like weird psychosis, like almost howling 
like she is very controlled by the moon and she will tell you I I should have her come in here and explain it to you. But let me ask you this. She has though. so many examples of her just going off her rocker. Have we charted her on a quarter moon as well? If we charted her on a half, she has. I'm just. I have. She just be batshit crazy most of the time. I'm not saying. According that, to her, she's charted it. I'm just. I'm just saying. You first of all probably shouldn't chart your own sanity. You should have someone chart it for you, and let you see that outside source. Feels like a big project. It kind of makes you sound insane when you're charting your own sanity. <laughs> it does. I kind of feel like it sounds yeah. insane when you're charting. I mean, just the, the fact mood. that you're doing that, you're tracking your own sanity, kind of makes you sound insane. She's done it. She's done the work. I know. But why she did the work is what we're questioning. Because she was flipping out a lot once a month. Okay. <laughs> once a month. That lasted three weeks. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got uh, Lori here. I think it's the same question we've heard before. But she said, okay, Mags is 18. Is, is V going to give up the details about divorcing her dad? Damn, see, we get enough comments about that. I guess you can address that. They're like coming for you. I mean, like, what do they want to know? Like, specific? Here's what you got to do. And, and I'm going to be <laughs> honest. You have to wait till Virginia is legit real mad in the moment about yeah. something going on. She's not mad right now about yeah. anything. Everything went it's smooth. All peaceful. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to get that. You got to wait till something goes askew. Am I wrong? You're so right. Because, yeah, we just had the party at my house, and I was like, okay, everybody can come. Your dad. All of his family, all the people that I know hate me. Sure, let him come in my house. Let's go. But her dad brought like all this food, and her dad was so nice. And her You're dad would be was, disappointed if she gives it to you now. It's not going to be juicy now. Wait till they piss me off. That's okay. Jay Bird's right. Yeah, she's ready to go. Jay Bird's right. Damn it, you know me. Fuck. Okay. It's scary. It is. I don't like it. It's scary, Daddy. Oh. Little uh, piece of advice here, uh, Ryan G from uh, Lake Worth Beach. Sent in an email. He had uh, situations in classes. Uh, teachers were kind of dicky to him. It sounds like he was a dude that was pretty smart. And because they thought he wasn't paying attention, they would call him in front of the class. He would actually explain everything perfectly. And he was kind of getting detentions, suspensions, all that kind of stuff, uh, just because he wasn't really uh, paying attention to the certain point. And then he said, um, by the time Halloween 2006 came around, I knew it would be impossible to bring up my 1.2 GPA, so I just quit going to school altogether. Then I ran into my elementary principal, and they said, why aren't you in school? And I said, eh, here's my situation with the teachers. He said, look, if you're over 18, just switch your teachers out. The computers will automatically reset your attendance record and GPA since you technically haven't been assigned any work yet. That was too good to be true. So with two days left of the semester, I went into the front office. I demanded to switch out my teachers, ditch all electives, and the pointless AP and honors classes. I started the second semester with four easy classes instead of seven difficult ones. And I left school at 11 in the morning and had the whole day to myself and finished the year with a 3.5 GPA. So if you're 18 and struggling with your teachers, go to the front office of your school and request new teachers. They have to by law. Wow. So, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. It's that's an true. interesting angle I didn't realize was real. Hmm. Sounds like sounds like a TikTok fact. It, yeah, it does. It doesn't sound a bit believable. I believe every word you just said. Mm-hmm. Sign TikTok Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael had an interesting point. He said, I never thought somebody's birthplace could change, but mine has. Fort Bragg is now called Fort Liberty. So do I now put Fort Liberty down on forms or anything that asks for my birthplace? Oh, that's tricky. 
Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you, Michael, because uh, I guess ironically, you and I were born at the same place. I, too, was born at uh, Fort Bragg. Whoa. Um, but uh, I put down Pinehurst, North Carolina. That's uh, you were, I assume, not born on the actual base because they don't have a hospital on the base. I was born at the hospital that's right next to the base in Pinehurst. So you're a North Kekalaki baby. Yeah, I am. Yeah, my dad was in the army, uh, 82nd Airborne. Did you know any of this? Did you know he was born in North Carolina? I think I did. Uh, that's not convincing. But I'm not positive. Okay. Whoa, I'm still learning shit about you. I know, all which these, is, after all these years. That's pretty, pretty yeah. weird. Yeah, so we, we probably, Michael, were born in the same hospital, and that's in Pinehurst. So you just put down Pinehurst. So I've never put down Fort Bragg on my birthplace. Do we know Kevin's dad was in the military? Yes, we did know that. Mm. Fancy just saying there was a hospital on the base, so I don't know. I was an infant, so I, I don't know. But I, why I was not born there, I don't know. So my parents lived on the base. That's odd that they would drive off the base to have me born. But it's... My parents lived on the base, too. Look and, at this. Yeah, there was some time when we lived on the base, and then we moved off of the base. I don't think I knew that about you, either. Oh, Pancho, you just said it's new. Okay. See, it's the kind of shit I'll be talking about on, on my bread table talk. <laughs> we get into yeah. the... Wow, I'm still learning stuff about you. So yeah, I would I would assume that uh, yeah you would probably just start putting down Fort Liberty because they did change the name. They're getting rid of uh, a lot of Confederate generals that uh, were on bases. And if you didn't know and are wondering why, yeah, uh, General Bragg was a Confederate general that uh, got the name. People are saying we've talked about this before. You you being born in North Carolina? Probably yeah. We talked about a lot of things you don't remember. <laughs> It's okay, dude. You didn't remember either, dog. You did not remember Kevin was born in North Carolina. But I'm not beating myself up about it. I will. Th I'll think about it all day. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, if you could change your birthplace, where would you want to say you were born? He asks. He said, "I'd choose the International Space Station. I could be a space baby and a citizen of Earth without the need for various passports." That is kind of interesting because, yeah, you do get certain benefits like for instance you know that was the thing with arnold schwarzenegger because he was never born in the u.s he couldn't be president so you know he the uh, highest he could go was governor of california yeah interesting hmm. interesting i don't know yeah it, it it would be kind of cool i, I see what you're saying that would be kind of neat to be able to have you know a kind of global residency so that probably be the ultimate uh place but uh, what it'd be like to be born can you imagine Pushing a baby out, would that be harder or easier? And then what happens with all the things that come out along with a baby if there's zero gravity? How cool would this be? You're on a boat in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, boom, giving birth. You're born in the middle of the in Bermuda international Tri waters. Yeah, yeah. if you're, you're in born international in the waters. Trial. Yeah, I don't know what uh, country you'd have residency if you're in international waters. It might be the same thing. You wouldn't have to do it in space. That would be crazy. You're a Bermuda Triangle baby. Yeah, I, I don't like know. The sound of that. Don't you just take whatever nationality your parents had then at that point? Like, I don't know. What? So if you're Irish <laughs> or you're born in Ireland, if you're born in the Bermuda Triangle? Well, where do your parents' nationality? Where do they live? Where do your parents, parents claim as home? So if I'm born in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle and my parents are Irish, you're saying I'm going to be born in Ireland? Well, you have to claim something, right? That does not seem right. Well, I think you probably, because your parents in residency, you'd have citizenship if your parents were still in Ireland. Now, if they were Irish-American, then that would not work. Um, being born in international waters, then, yeah, what does that do? Let's say one day you want to be, does that eliminate you from being able to be president of the United States if you were technically born in international waters and not on 
American soil. And is Virginia right if all of a sudden I have got Irish parents? Oh, well, oh, he's, it's Ireland. You're born in Ireland. Is that what happens? I don't Even know. though you were pushed out in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> that's some, If both your parents live in Ireland, are you now from Ireland? That sounds like some wrong-ass Virginia <laughs> facts right there. There's no fucking I'm way. not saying it's true. I'm just saying... It feels right. It feels so opposite of right. Yeah. <laughs> it feels right. It feels good. It does mm. not feel good. It feels perfect. It doesn't make any sense. People say, Virginia, get out a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> get out a dollar. Well, you can't claim the Bermuda Triangle as home. But how badass is that story? It, well, it is interesting. Panchita said the flag of the ship is the identity, and that might be right. That could be what it is, because, yeah, that's true in a sense. There's something to that, whatever, you know, because they got to fly a country's flag, I believe. Oh, then oh, I remember just... my name of my boat was Bodilicious, so then my child would be from Bodilicious. Well, no, That's they're, so no. they're saying whatever flag. I know, Kevin, it's, it's, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> no, they're saying if it was an American flag, you're not born. But would you be born just in America? That's where you, you say you're born? Yeah, well, that'd be where the boat is registered is where the flag would be. Now, does that have anything to do with, I'm just trying to figure out establishing citizenship. If you're in international waters, how do they determine that? Or are you just a person of the world? Well, are you just a drifter? Or yeah. if I'm, you know, I got Russian parents, I guess I'm, I'm born in Russia, Kev, according to Virginia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have an answer for you tomorrow. We usually bring up a question here and it gets answered, uh, and then we'll get it for you tomorrow. Like Engineer Keith, we were talking about uh, Neanderthals. What's that really, a Chrissy Teigen? Chrissy Teigen says she's part Neanderthal. Yeah, and uh, Engineer Keith dropping some knowledge on us said, yeah, Neanderthals were a subspecies of archaic humans that coexisted with Homo sapiens about 70 to 40,000 years ago. Neanderthals and Homo sapiens started to compete for resources about 30,000 years ago. Neanderthals eventually went extinct for reasons unknown, but not before Homo sapiens. And Neanderthals got their fuck on. As a result of interbreeding, some modern-day humans have Neanderthal DNA. And the most any one person can have is about 2.3%. About 2% of my DNA is Neanderthal in origin. Wow. Two percent is not a lot. It's more than most people have. I have more Neanderthal DNA than ninety-seven percent of the population. It's something we don't talk about a lot, but that is a pretty. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we had another, you know, species running around, kind of like us. It's pretty fascinating. It is. That's crazy. And you, when's the last time you even thought about that? Never. That's the fucking problem. I feel like Evan. Mm-hmm. People don't think about these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got too many other things to think about than the Neanderthals. Okay. You ever think about what was here before this was here? Yeah. What was the beginning? What's under us? Well, just what was, how did it all start? Do we all live on burial ground? And everyone will go, oh, the Big Bang. Well, what was before the Big Bang? What was before that? There's, that's always the question. You always Darkness, add. there was nothing. Yeah, but what was, what was before that? What was before the darkness? Yeah. Where'd the darkness come from? The darkness had to come from somewhere. It's not just darkness. It's got to generate from somewhere. It just always was, and then until it, it wasn't. That's that's the concept, I think, that fucks with people. It just always was. The human brain can't get around that. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're designed beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. You just gave me a headache. I know. I gave myself a headache. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I can feel Kevin almost reaching for the fucking button of the Kevin's music. Like, yep. No! Ah! 
damn it. I fucked it up for everyone. What was before the darkness? Kevin's like, I don't fucking know. I don't know Stop anybody. asking me all these tricky questions. That's the problem. Nobody knows Virginia. <laughs> Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for your email. Send them to us. Mail at kvjshow.com. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye.